not the same. But that's okay though. Vito. Yeah. Vito the Don. A.B. the Swan. A.B. the Realist. Vito the Illist. And we are ABV Straight, Straight No Chaser. Chaser. A real show. About real stuff. For real folks. Mm. Yes. Good hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back. Huh. Season two, episode two. Are we going to post these in this order? Disregard that. I don't know if this is, if, if, if hmm, having a stroke. I don't know if this is episode two or not, so please disregard. Uh, what are we talking about today? Well, first of all. Oh, God. <laughs> I tried, y'all. I tried. I, I was tried. thinking about, like, intros, uh-huh. right? What's your favorite sitcom intro? Sit- uh, like a theme song? Yeah. Um... Uh, what's that show? The Nanny? The Nanny? Yeah. You threw a curveball. Nanny, Nanny, friend. Yeah. yeah. You threw a big... I, You would think I know the words. You, yeah, Something yeah. about flushing. It makes me feel good. Why? Why, why are you asking? What's yours? I just wanted to know. You know, we had trouble <laughs> with our intro. You know, so I was like, well, maybe if I just... Somebody out there know our intro better than we do. Another intro. I, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, so you don't have one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. The best intro of all time in oh, all TV. God. That's a tall. That's a tall statement. The Wayans Brothers. <sighs> okay. Brothers, happy I don't know about best, but okay. Uh, I think Martin is better. Martin, yeah, Martin is a good intro. Martin is better. So did Jamie Foxx. So Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Show, all my musically. A different folks. world. Probably. No, you know what? I take it a back. A different world is D- good. Different world. The Aretha Franklin version. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That made me, that gave me chills. Okay. Okay. Nevertheless, it took us about four times before we got our intro right. So we know who we are, I promise. Yeah. Um, you know. You know, I like the title. Uh-huh. But I think the title may need to be a little different. I'm always provocative with titles. No, I feel it. But I, I think I think when we look at grace, right? Mm-hmm. God has grace in abundance. For sure. We don't. Mm, but are we supposed to? We're supposed to, but I think sometimes we don't always showcase grace the way that. I mean, think about the conversation Jesus has with Peter, right? He says, mm-hmm. like, yo, 70 times 7. Yeah. And I, I just, I wish I could have saw Peter's reaction. Trying like, this is the Son of God trying to get you to understand yeah. forgiveness, trying to get you to understand grace, right? Like, the essence of God is grace. Yeah. Like, his total being. Is based on grace. Yes. So, he has it in abundance. Yes. Him. <laughs> I'm still working on it. The name of this episode, y'all, is When Grace Runs Out. Yeah. So, so are you wrong for cutting folks off? Like, should you cut people off? That is the question. I, I, I used to, <clears throat> let me frame this. Let me set the foundation. The overall question is, are you wrong for cutting people off, um, family included? Um, what would Jesus do? 
right? So we live in this culture that promotes like cancel culture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, we see a lot of posts on social media referencing basically, I don't, I don't care who you are. You know, you mishandle me. You gotta go. You know, things like that. Is it black and white like that? Um, is it something that God would endorse? Um, now, obviously, this is without any context, right? So we're not we're not diving into just yet the offenses or the you know whatever. But when grace runs out, well, like cancel culture has always like been weird to me, anyway, because it's like you're canceling somebody that you don't know. And it wasn't until you found out something personal about their life that you can't, like it's, I, I just, I've never really understood the dynamic. I understand. I understand the concept of cancel culture. You can't know, of course, all these people on a personal level. You can only know what they represent. And if you learn of information that totally goes against, you know, what you stand for, what you endorse, what you support, um, Specifically, like if we anything about children, harming of children, oh, yeah. you know, things like that, the abuse of women, men, even, you know, things like that. Conceptually, I understand but cancel a, culture. But a lot of times with cancellation of people, and and I know where this isn't the episode, but a lot of times those people I don't have a problem with us removing support from, but it's almost this blanketed ideology when they don't ascribe to the same thinking process that I ascribe to, mm -hmm. uh, or, you yeah. know, if they think that maybe this is right, but that is wrong. Like we're all like, none of us are completely one way or the other. Yeah. We have various things, but I feel like we live in a society today where everybody has to pick a side and it's like, it doesn't always work like that. That's you, fair. You don't always have a side. Sometimes it's both. Yeah. It's both and not either or. Yeah. Right. That's true. But as far as cutting people off, I don't see an issue with cutting people off. Sometimes you have to cut people off for your better. That is true. Uh, you know, like <laughs> for your mindset, for your, for your mentality. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Um, sometimes people can drain you. They can drain you for real. I had to grow to this, this place. I've been on the other end where I felt like because we were family or because whether it's spiritual, biological, what have you. And a lot of times, a lot of my spiritual family was much closer to me than my biological family. So it all felt the same. But I had to grow to this space of understanding that I was not necessarily done wrong to be cut off. Now, do I think that everything was handled properly or, or in a way that would accurately or properly represent the God we serve? No. But it's your prerogative. Um, to cut me off and terminate the friendship if you feel like that betters you in any way, especially spiritually. But again, um, I had to grow to that. And now being on a, the other side, um, even with some family um, that I have decided to cut off, it's just so interesting how the argument, and at this point I'm kind of venting, but it's just so interesting okay. how the argument is, you know, um, what about forgiveness or as if forgiveness means a continuation um, of said relationship um, or that it looks the same. Right. Um, so I think it's a lot of different layers to unpack mm. here. Um, but overall, my thought process was how long do you have to take mess before you're justified? 
to make a decision that is separating from someone. Yeah, I mean, I, I rock with that. And and I, I believe it depends on who we are, mm-hmm. what you've been through, uh, who the person is. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like sometimes we incur a lot of mess that we have to deal with because we don't check things when they first happen. For sure. So like a lot of times people, there'll be, there's really a lot of people who rock with the idea that, oh, well, they didn't say nothing, so it must be okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, every, everybody has a different sense of, uh, of, what, of what health looks like. Yes. Of what, you know, really what grace looks like. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Um, I know that from a, from a perspective of grace, it's important that we try our best to endorse what Jesus endorsed. I think it's important that we emulate Jesus, but that's hard. When you take it into consideration feelings, yeah. when you take it into consideration people's history, yep. people's past, right? Like, I know we talk about these things, show grace to one another, right? You know, uh, you know, God is a gracious God and all mm-hmm. these other th- things. But the reality is, is that oftentimes we talk about grace, but man, grace run out every day. For, <laughs> for a lot of us, Facts, bro, you're, right, about it. you're right. Like, how, how often have we like you know snapped at somebody who really didn't deserve it? Sunday, we oh, y'all. Let me. I. It's so crazy that you brought that up because I have literally I've been so convicted since Sunday, and it's what's today, Friday. Yes, ma'am. Um, there was an instance where I, and it really don't really matter what the instance was. Uh-huh. Nevertheless, my reaction was not warranted. It was very much over the top. And I immediately felt remorseful. Um, uh-huh. I was like, like this whole little traffic situation, cut off in traffic. Um, it was almost an accident, all these things. And I was very over the top, like extra. Yeah, probably, okay. actually, definitely. Um, I mean, leaning out the window, like, are you gone? It was very much, she gave me the bird. I thought we was about to fight it out at the stoplight. It was a lot, but instantly, this was after church. It was bad, y'all. What was the sermon? It was bad. Um, Sunday's sermon was about someone's eat. Um, I was so convicted. (laughs) (laughs) I was immediately convicted. Like it was very bad, but I did that all of this to say that that moment in all its unnecessarity, is that a word? Um, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) It, um, it just, it absolutely no grace. It was very, it was dark. It was a dark moment. I don't like when I'm like that. Did you tell her where you was from? No, I didn't tell her where uh, I was from. You know, sometimes when you get like angry, you be like, I'm from so and so. No, no. You didn't say that? I didn't say that. Oh, then you weren't that mad then. But point is, yes, daily grace uh, exhaustion. But God extended grace on you too. You're right. You never know. She could have been like a black belt and crying for God. She could have had a gun. Leaped out the window. Yeah. And you she could have had people. Yeah. You know, that could have been yeah, your moment of grace. That could have that. That could have been so different, that whole thing. Well, I, so we, we understand that God is a gracious God and God extends grace to us, right? And he extends grace to us so that we can extend grace to each other, mm-hmm. right? This abundance of grace exists within the confines of wisdom and prudence, right? Correct. So we understand grace. We understand the necessity of it. We know none of us would be here without it, right? But on what grounds 
Do you believe that God would endorse you cutting ties with someone? I think, um, <clears throat> I think that the heart and the posture of the heart is referenced there for a reason. Um, there's not really a way some, what I'm trying to say is that there's not always a way to uh, know a person, know their intent. Um, like after a while, your behaviors, if there are patterns, these are characteristics. So this is just who you are. Like this, this is your heart of the matter. And if that is the case, I believe at that point I have a right to withdraw. Um, abuse in any fashion, okay. physical, emotional, spiritual even. Um, grace is not one and done, let's be clear. Um, it's not one and done. However, what has time proven? Okay. Um, you know, what fruit, if any, has come from this relationship? Um, like, am I always hurt in the same ways? Is, is this just who you are? And I think at that point, it's, it's 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 fair game. Or is it a season? Or is it a season? Because sometimes that versions of people do change. Right. So sometimes we need some grace for what we're going through. Right. It's we can be going through a number of things, and and in going through things, sometimes you need grace for an extended period of time. Yeah. But I, I think one thing that I do know is that constant communication keeps the lines of grace. That's open. it. I think that's the biggest thing. I have a hard time extending grace, and, and maybe this is a very arrogant statement, but I have a hard time extending grace when you just expecting me to. I think that's different though. Like, like I think they're abusing your yeah. They're abusing your gen, gen, your generosity. You just taking advantage of my grace or whatever you are expecting me to have for you, not respecting me enough to care about how thing may, you know, said thing may make me feel or communicate with me, you know, so I, I think that's when I have the issue. I'm totally for extending grace, even for seasons, because we've talked about it right. and I understand what you're needing. So I understand what to do less of or expect less of or require less of all these things, but you just doing it and ain't, ain't no, we ain't, you just expecting me to get it or you gonna get around to, I can't, I can't, I don't know how to do that. I'm not, I'm not well with that. Yeah, well, I, I, I guess I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's like grace whatsoever. Okay. Like, I, I honestly think that you're, you're taking advantage of somebody, right? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to make a mistake right. and like say, hey, I didn't know that mm -hmm. that was the case, but it's a completely different situation it's a completely different ball game mm -hmm. when you're just dumping on someone because they've extended grace in the past i have a question something you said and i can't remember it right at the second but i it has opened this new thought uh -huh. does this concept change when you're married no. as far as divorce is concerned because you know how how we were brought up and um you know what convictions people have or even you may have or you know like all these are working elements especially in a marriage I wonder if that's any different this is not at all the at this point I'm just I'm hopping on thoughts as they come but I, what what does like are you asking what does just, grace look like within the confines of marriage just the whole concept of grace 
like the whole the whole concept is that it I can't say that because even God's grace runs out. Well, the other well, it doesn't run out. Just the other side of it is wrath, Man. right? All right. So it's if you get to a place where like it's like all right, you, enough mm -hmm. is enough. Yeah. Right. So. Right, so when he talks about the wages of sin is death, or, mm -hmm. you know, shall we continue to sin, the grace may abound, right? Like, all of those things, you're getting, when you when you don't recognize God's grace, yeah. you're getting closer and closer to the wrath of God, yeah. and that is not a fun place to be in. Now, as we're trying to marry folks, right? The idea of marriage and, and the establishment of the church is, like, really similar. So let's, I, I can kind of paint the picture in that way, right? So he says, husbands, love your wives as what? Christ loved the church. Right. So he aligns those. There's parallels. Mm -hmm. The church is far from perfect. Like the people. Of course. How much grace is Jesus having to extend the church folks? Right. And lights is still on. Right. Sound system is still working. Right. Y'all still got enough money to ship your communion through Amazon. Mm -hmm. Right. Because Lifeway closed. Right. And then <laughs> people still giving. Right. All of these things are happening. Mm -hmm. Ministry is still happening. And everybody in there isn't all on the same page right. of righteousness. Right. So what I'm saying is, is that when it comes to, to marriage, I think it's an ever-evolving stance of being gracious because every day is a new day. Correct. Every day is a new challenge. Every mm -hmm. day is a new is a new mountain to climb. Which right? is why every day comes with new mercies. Right. So this, does this concept then not apply? It applies. You know what I mean? It, so should grace be ever evolving in all these relationships? So a relationship with uh, mamas and daddies and aunties and yeah. friends from back in the day, like, what does that look like? People can change. So, I mean, even if you had to cut somebody off, right, due to how they've treated you, I think people have the ability to change. So if it, it eventually, I mean, if they don't change, then we're in the same place. Right. But if people change, I think you should show enough grace to allow them to show their change. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So <laughs> does God endorse, Lord, sorry, uh, the termination of any unhealthy relationship of any kind? I think we answered that. I would say so. But I, I, I do believe that there is a i don't even think it's a thin line between love and foolishness i think it's a thick wall between love and foolishness like i i i i truly do especially if you understand the intent of somebody like you know what's foolish and you know what love looks like but see that's black or whiting it i don't think so it's still because grace is necessary because we understand what a thing should look like and we will fall short every time that's why grace is necessary yeah, but love is also necessary because without love, we wouldn't have any of this. But what I'm saying is, is love and foolishness. I, I mean, something love to me that line is it can it can be very thin. Well, the, grace can look like foolishness. Wisdom can look like foolishness. You know what I mean? I, I think. Well, I, I mean, just, I mean, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I, if 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 if. I know where you, if I understand what you're saying, what you're saying is, if you saw Noah out there building a right. rock, you would be like, yo, that's like, that what nigga's you stupid. Bro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I understand that. But what I'm talking about is in the confines of like, 
from a relationship perspective, like even still. But if things are damaging you emotionally all the time, that's not love. I mean, I agree with you, but I'm just I, I'm thinking of the arguments because even I, even I've had some of these arguments. If you love me, then how could you? You know what I mean? And that's but a that's, valid that's question. A, but that's a black or white question. Love does not mean no error. Love means with your error. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Love is not a conditional, no error, you ain't hurt my feelings. Love is, this is how you made me feel and you knew better. And I'm out here looking a fool, but, but love is a conjunction. But foolishness is intentional activity. Yes. Think about all the things that we do intentionally and God still loves us. I understand that. But... When it, but what, what about the things that we do that are just blatant disregard for all the things that God has done for us? Like we deserve the consequence. Yes. So if that means you get cut off, you get cut off. Okay. I, I think, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing at all. I think it's just, I think we're in and out because we're like, we're supernaturally having like a, a conversation that, that is in a supernatural realm naturally. So we're trying to like humanly apply supernatural you know, principles. I didn't really know how to separate those. Um, but I think, I mean. But I think you do because you can't hold someone accountable to something that they may not have been taught. That's true. Right? Like if, 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 I, if I look at love from a perspective of what I've seen and maybe I thought that abuse was love, mm -hmm. I'm not going to know better until I see better. You're right. Or experience better or been taught better. I agree with that. Right? So grace is similar. Mm -hmm. If I don't really understand God and I don't understand his righteousness and his love and yeah. his mercy, it's going to be very hard for me to conceptualize his grace. For sure. Right? Yeah. Now, when it comes to the infinite nature of God's grace, God's grace is infinite. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's so. That's, yeah, I agree. But I have not been taught that. I agree. But, but just the regurgitated theological standing has not been that like I, nobody has said that but it's his very nature i agree with you yeah. I, I you're absolutely right but that's just not what pulpits ain't ain't given <laughs> well you know I, I gotta defend my pulpit for a second right and i think sometimes i've learned that some of the most simple and overused terms in mm -hmm. christian spaces are some of the most difficult You're right. to talk about. You're right. One of the most challenging things that I've experienced theologically is doing a series on grace and mercy. Like what the difference is, mm -hmm. what they are, what mm -hmm. they look like, mm -hmm. what they look like amongst people, what yeah. they look like amongst God and his creation. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I, I, I'll end with this. Do I believe that we're perfect? No, I don't. Do I believe that God is perfect? I absolutely do. Um, and I know that his grace is everlasting and i always have an opportunity to come back to him as long as i have breath in my lungs and understanding that puts me in a position to not be so hard on people and that, hey that's mature players mess up yeah right because i know i've messed up and god has let me make it so let me extend some grace to other folks you mentioned earlier, and I know we end in, but earlier in a conversation, it might have been yesterday, um, sometimes the cutoff is the grace. Sometimes the shift in the relationship or the dynamic is the grace. Oh. And I think we should be careful um, trying to combat or defend a, a 
a decision like that with forgiveness as if forgiveness means restoration in the same you know what I'm yeah, saying opening up a whole new capacity and restoration is twofold right because we have we look at restoring relationships but that isn't always right. what God is talking about you're absolutely right sometimes it's re restoring us back to, to a place him. of help with him yep I agree I agree does that work yep that works I, 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 I know <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.